It is difficult to make sense of the Christmas story and Christmas itself. Every year on this very eve, we gather to tell and sing the story, to remember it, to bring it to life, to participate in it, and to make it our own. And every year, we celebrate its wonder and surprise, its marvel and miracle, even as its logic escapes us. And every year, we find ourselves carried away by its spirit, by its message of love and its possibilities, and above all, its mystery. Why would God become a child and live among us? Why would the creator of the universe, the one who is life itself, who has the power to give life and take life away, become a vulnerable, helpless, dependent, powerless child? And why would God choose a common, ordinary woman, an unwed couple, with questionable ancestry that includes peasantry and loyalty, powerful and the powerless, come as a child through messy and scandalous circumstances? And why would common, ordinary shepherds be one of the first to witness the divine birth and foreign, unclean, pagan magi who hold positions of power and status be part of the story? None of it really makes sense. Yet the story grips our hearts, tugs at our emotions, baffles us with its mystery, and we realize that the divine has never made sense to the human mind, that love has never followed rational logic. Love has its own sense and logic, if you will. I believe J. Andrew Doherty is right when he writes, God becoming a child reveals that God is vulnerable, not violent. Unlike King Herod, the Jesus story unwraps the mystery of a divine love so immense that it uses the means of weakness and dependence to discern the love of overwhelming power by the power of vulnerable love. And this is what happens when God is a child. Jesus, born in a manger, tells the truth about God's vulnerable love that is willing to stoop to any level to be with us. Divinity woos humanity into the way of love, and it starts with the coos of God from a cradle in a manger. Baby Jesus is God's way of showing the world that divinity is willing to get down and dirty, to be right where we humans live, in our own kind of birth story. It takes place in the wheel and woe of birth, both light and dark, joy and sorrow, the good and the bad, the magical and the mundane, the naughty and the nice, the human and the divine." End of quote. That's love's logic for you. While the powerful King Herods divide and separate in order to conquer, while the principalities and the powers of this world break us apart 
to exploit as they think only of their own interests. Love is born, vulnerable and exposed, to connect and to reconcile seemingly opposites, to bring us together and join us in community, to help us think of the interest of the other, to give, to share, and to heal. That's love's sense of logic. It makes no sense in a world where dominant, forceful, exploitive power and ego seem to be of highest value. But perhaps that's precisely why Christmas is a mystery. That God had become a child, vulnerable and exposed, living in a Syrian child who is a refugee on the Greek island of Lesbos. In the Rohingya child, fleeing the massacre in Myanmar, in the child who is a commodity in human trafficking and for the pleasure of the privileged powerful. Jesus the child is every child. For the Christ child born long ago and far away is about the children of today. Jesus' story is our story mirroring to us our own world, our own lives. Its mystery calls us to wonder, its miracle moves us to action, and we continue to write the story and make sense of a love we can hardly comprehend. So in that spirit, I share with you the Armenian greeting that is used at Christmas. Christ is born and revealed. Blessed be the revelation of Christ. It addresses the mystery which needs to be revealed in order for us to comprehend it even just a little. Merry Christmas. <laughs>